Welcome to the Fireplace Podcast, live from our weekly Friday night rallies. If you live in the greater Nashville area, we would love for you to join us 7 p.m. at Harvest Sound Church. This podcast contains our best practical trainings and gripping messages that will compel you to go put Jesus' love into action. Well, so good to be here tonight with y'all. So if, if you didn't hear, my name's Sarah, I'm a cloud. And um, this topic on prayer, it's probably my most favorite topic. And I am believing that each of you, as you hear this message on prayer, uh, that you'll, your hearts will be stirred. And if you've not prayed, I believe that you're going to be um, activated tonight in, in this. So the topic is prayer, but it's really relating a cultural value here at Fireplace and also with Harvest Sound Church. And what I mean by that is if we dissected Fireplace at the core of it would be prayer. Everything that we do is fueled by prayer. Even tonight, each of you are preparing to go to the streets in downtown Broadway. And some of you are going to stay back. But ultimately, we're believing for many souls to get saved tonight. But that does not come without the power of prayer. And I want to tell you the most powerful thing in the universe is prayer. Powerful, most powerful thing in the universe is prayer. And prayer could seem so mystical, but it's not. It's so simple. But I want to tell you this value here at Fireplace is specific prayers get specific answers. Let's say it together. Specific prayers get specific answers. And tonight, I want to just lay that out for you why specific prayers get specific answers. Um, I started praying probably at the age of four when I accepted Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior in India. And my grandmother, I think, instilled prayer in me and faith in me when she led me to the Lord. And I have not stopped praying since. Like, so I just want to tell you what prayer is. If you're wondering what prayer is, it's just basically just communicating with the living God as he's your best friend. It's just that simple. And just inviting him to come into your day, come into your life, come into your work, come into your family, just giving him permission to be in your life and then talking to him throughout the day. It doesn't have to be just here on a Friday night. It can be in your, in your car, on your way to work, on your way to your university, on, on your way to school. It is powerful. And I am believing for some bold prayers. Bold specific prayers are going to uh, we're going to get bold answers, bold specific prayers. So I I'm, I'm want to stir you in this. I was just thinking about now why 
do we pray specific prayers? Because, I don't know if you know this, but our God is very specific. Just the, There's a scripture in Luke 12, 7, and it says that our God counts and keeps up with the specific number of hairs on your head. Did you guys know that? I can't keep up with the number of hairs on my head, but God does. He cares about those specific, that detail. So can you imagine he cares also about the specific needs that you have? We all have specific things that we're needing. Even right now, sitting right there, you've got some needs. And they're very specific to you and not specific to me. And that God, our God cares about those specific things. So specific prayers get specific answers. Um, and do you know, Jesus, when he walked on the earth and lived 33 years, he prayed a lot. He prayed a lot. If Jesus prayed, how much more should we be praying, y'all? We need to be praying so um, I want to lay out two scriptures, because you're not going to remember everything. But if you could remember two scriptures, these are the two that I would like for you to write in your notes. You could put it on your phone or a notepad. But here, I'm going to give it to you, my two favorite scriptures on prayer. Uh, Matthew 17:20. Can we put that up uh, on the screen? And I'm going to read it to you. And it says this, I tell you the truth. If you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, move from here to there, and, and it will move. Nothing will be impossible for you. So basically, what's that saying? Faith-filled prayers our mountain-moving prayers. We just need to have faith. And, y'all, I, I cook with mustard seeds. I don't know if you all do, but I cook with mustard seeds. And the mustard seed is so tiny. It's like, it's like the, at the head of, like, a needle. You know, the head of a needle, how small it is? That's how small a mustard seed is. And that's all we have to have to move mountains and the impossible things being made possible. So I believe right now, as you're even hearing that scripture, um, you, there's faith that's rising up in this room that's going to move some mountains. Okay, second scripture that I want you to know is Hebrews 4.16. Hebrews 4.16 and put that up there. So this one I love. So let us come boldly into the throne of grace so that we may obtain mercy and find grace in our time of need. Wow. I, that, is what, that is something that I have actually lived out. Uh, when I pray, I don't go into that throne room where God is. It's like, mm, Lord, hi. I really just am confident because 
I have a relationship with him, and I know I can just come to him with anything. So I just kind of come in there, just charged in. I just come in bold. All right, Lord, this is what I'm, I'm just coming into you, and I, I'm needing for this specific prayer to get answered. And I find when I come in like that, it's, it's, it seems a little violent and a little pushy, but y'all, we need to start not being wimpy in our prayers. We need to raise our level of prayer and just go in and just, you know, like you're on a mission and you're, you're wanting to accomplish something. And that's how I go in, in prayer is it's really vigilant. It's really fierce. It's, it's violent sometimes. It's like, I don't know, my, my kids and my family probably see it. I'm going marching around in, in our house. I'm like, Lord, I just say right now in Jesus name, and I will call down whatever I need to call down from heaven, um, for what I need at the time. And it's very specific. And I'm going to share with you something. I'm going to give you a, a little story of something that um, where I did a very specific prayer where I went boldly, courageously in prayer. Okay. So a few years ago, I was on a mission trip or a ministry trip, and I just had gotten done. And I, I uh, boarded uh, the United Airlines um, uh, plane and sat in a seat with two girls beside me. Two, was one was seven and one was nine. Uh, the girls' names were Julia and Emma. And the parents were not flying with these girls, so I basically just took them under my wings and just hung out with them. And I was thinking, you know what? I'm tired, but I'm going to just impart everything I have about faith and prayer into these girls. And then I'm going to tell them really awesome stories and build their faith up. And that's what I did. By the, by, uh, the uh, close to the end of the flight, they were so lit up, they couldn't handle it. So they just stand up and to the whole, whole airplane and go, we love Jesus. They don't know Jesus, but they just encountered Jesus. And they are so excited about Jesus. So they're screaming at the top of their lungs, we love Jesus. I'm like, yeah. This is good. This is good. And then um, we're about to land, and all of a sudden I hear screaming in front of my seat. The man in front of my seat, there are people around him, and they're screaming at him. I'm like, oh, no, he's done something terrible. Besides pushing his seat against my, my legs, which I was like, they must be mad at him for doing something like that. But no, that's not why they were yelling at him. They were yelling and screaming because he was dead. He had gone completely blue. And what I realized was, oh, my gosh, they were trying to get attention and help. And he was completely blue and dead. And I was like, oh, shoot. I know that the airline stewardesses are going to take care of this. And the airline stewardesses come, but they don't know what to do. So I was like, I'm going to take charge now. And I get up out of, my pl out of my seat, and I yell, hey, 
is there a doctor on this plane? I need you right now if there's a doctor. And the doctor is on the back of the plane, runs to the man, and I'm like, he's going to be rescued. He's going to live. He's going to figure it out. So the doctor starts working on him, and he's still dead. He is not He's not breathing, and I know it only takes two minutes without oxygen, and you are out. You are gone. You are on your way to heaven. So I'm like, oh, goodness, what do we do? So I go to the two girls that I had just instilled faith in, and I sat back down very calm, and I said, hey, girls, the man that's right in front of us, he needs prayer, and um, he's very sick. So can you all just pray with me that he's going to be better now? And they, Julia and Emma, were like, yeah, we can do this. So they get together, and I hold their hand, and they pray. I just agree. And they just, they just pray a simple prayer. Lord Jesus, thank you for healing this man. Amen. And then Julia goes, it's done. I was like, wow, it's done? And this, she totally mimics me because that's how I, I taught her to pray. Like, you say it's done at the end. And so she does it just the way I had taught her. She goes, it's done. I was like, okay. And I stand back up and whoosh, the man comes back to life, y'all. He comes back from dead to alive, fully alive. That is the mountain-moving faith. Mountain-moving faith. And if the children, childlike faith, can do it, you can too. All you have to have is childlike faith. And, you know, tonight we saw Lucy up on stage. We usually don't really allow you know, children to just get up on stage, but she was in the spirit. Holy Spirit was stirring, and I felt like there was something being stirred in the room with childlike faith. She was just in the presence with faith, you know, just worshiping her father. Well, we as sons and daughters of the living God, we just need to be in his presence with full faith that God can do anything. Are you, are you in charge of the outcome? No, God is. What you are in charge of is to pray. That's your duty. If those girls did not pray those prayers, that man would have been dead. The doctor couldn't do it. But our God is a physician. He is the great physician. And he loves to heal. Loves to heal. And that is just one of the many stories in my life of the way God has moved with praying specific prayers and getting specific answers. And I I just am going to, uh, just for the sake of time, I'm just going to, uh, tell you a couple of keys to effective prayer, okay? Because we just don't have uh, much time. So number one, pray the scripture. Okay, did you know the scripture is literally like a sword? Um, it, in, this, in the word, it says that the, 
the word is like a sword. So it's literally like an offensive weapon. So when the enemy comes at you, you don't just sit there and take it, y'all. You say, no, it is written. And you read, you memorize that scripture. Let that word be in you and you just be like, cha-ching, take it, Satan. Back off. The word says, you're not fighting Satan. The word's fighting Satan, y'all. You don't have that much power over the enemy, but the Lord does. So you just push that word right on him, okay? So you guys just memorize the word and get the word in you um, and start using it as an offensive weapon. So when you don't know what to pray, pray the scripture. Take a psalm, Psalms 23. The Lord, you are my shepherd. I shall not want. You make me lie down in green pastures and, and you restore my soul. Thank you, Lord, for restoring my soul. Pray the scripture, okay? Number two, praise and thanksgiving is a key, okay? Psalms 104 says, enter his courts with thanksgiving. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. So why are we worshiping on a Friday night at 7 o'clock before you go on the streets? Because it is a key to demolishing strongholds, y'all. You aren't just singing some pretty songs and some songs that you just like the beat to. No, those worship songs are literally demolishing strongholds in the heavenly realms because the enemy can't stand praise, y'all. It's like, it's like chalkboard. It's, you know, like scratching on a chalkboard. or He can't handle it. It's just like, oh. Those are my children, and they're worshiping again. Horrible. He hates it. He hates it. But it's, it is powerful to the Lord because that praise and thanksgiving, giving him thanks. Thank you, Lord. Give him thanks ahead of time for the victory. He will bring breakthrough in our worship and our praise. It's powerful. Okay, number three. Know where you are seated. That is the three. And what I mean by that is we are seated, when we have Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, we are seated with him in the heavenly realms when we pray. And um, I want to read the scripture to you so you remember this. It's in Ephesians 2, verse 6, and it says this, And God raised us up with Christ and seated us in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus. So remember where you're seated. You need to know that because you need to know your authority. You can't be like praying in uh, Daniel's name or praying in Miss Sarah's name or praying in your mom's name. No, you've got to be praying in the authority that Jesus gave you. You are sons and daughters, and you need to use your authority. Take dominion. You have the ability to take dominion over an atmosphere. When you walk in the room, you can ask the Lord to send the angelic host on your behalf. And and uh, if there is fear in the room or fear in the atmosphere, call down what's in heaven already. God, I thank you for perfect shalom, perfect peace that you're bringing into this atmosphere. If there's violence and hate going on, Lord, I thank you for love being released into this room. There is so much power in releasing what's in heaven into an atmosphere. So let's do this. I'm going to have 
um, y'all stand up, and I'm going to pray over you and to get activated in prayer because this is, you guys are to be filled with faith, mountain-moving faith. Are you all ready for this? All right, put your hands out like you're going to receive something from the Lord, and we're just going to pray. God, we just thank you for all these that are right here in your in this room we ask holy spirit that you would just come and move in our midst your word says in matthew 18 19 when two agree together in prayer whatever we ask it will be done and i just pray right now god that there would be an impartation of faith mountain moving faith in this room. Lord, would you just right now impart it. God, that the dead are going to be raised. The lepers are being cleansed. The blind are going to see. The deaf are going to hear. I just thank you right now. Creative miracles are going to happen because your sons and daughters have said yes Father, you will do it. You will do it. We, they have faith, faith of a child. I thank you right now for a childlike faith to be stirred in the room. And I thank you right now, God, that you are the one who, who answers prayer. And, Father, that all prayers powerful. All prayers are effective. So, Lord, right now, would you just impart just a gift of faith in this room? Father, mountain-moving faith and specific prayers get specific answers. So stir up everyone in this place, Lord, to pray specific prayers in Jesus' name.